Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Like, on the, I mean, the anchor website right now. I was going to do a little test, like a sound check, um, to see how it sounds, like, you want to do the same, just to see how your, your voice sounds on the recording. Uh, mine sounds will sound good. I don't know how it's gonna come through on the phone, but it, it should come out. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like you know how when you press record, it's just to have you on speaker. Yeah. Um, just give me one second. You should just continue talking. All right. Or say something. Yo, are you are you guys one hour ahead than California over there where you're at? You're five thirty-seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I thought the time zone changed when it went over there. Of one hour, I thought. No, no, because we're still part of the West Coast. We're not um, Midwest. Midwest. Midwest is when you start getting into like Arizona, Salt, um, Salt Lake City, Utah, stuff like that. Oh, all right, all right. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Okay. Okay. My name is Daniel, obviously, and my channel is The D is Silent. Um, you know, it's I have What's that? I haven't Yeah. Yeah, I've been recording for like two minutes. <laughs> Like 
especially me being Hispanic, you know, and I have work work vehicles like pickups with tools. I get pulled over, I think, literally just for that, you know, and just because it, I think they think that they're gonna catch me with, you know, uh, no license or no insurance or whatever the case may be, and. It, that happens it happens to me I get pulled over so frequently I'm like well there's no other explanation for it it's not I don't have no tail lights out I don't have not rolling on three tires I'm not you know what I mean uh -huh. I don't have like a car from the 60s that's sputtering down the road nothing like that the car's you know my pickup's fairly newer-ish but it, you know it's full of tools I'm Hispanic so when I pass by a police officer um, sometimes you, you, sometimes when you pass by a police officer and you give, you know, you look, do that quick little look over and you see them look at you, you immediately know, like, he's going to cool, he's going to pull up behind me and I'm going to get pulled over. And that's 90, 90% of the times that's what happens. Very rarely do they just like ignore yeah. you and keep it going. And you feel like it's because they, they profile you racially, right? Yeah, I think, I think it, I think it has to do with like, they think, oh, like I don't know if it's if it's a financial thing for them or 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 racism thing, but I think they think, oh, I'm gonna pull them over, I'm gonna get them for something. You know. Definitely. Yeah. I've never experienced um, like a cop-related profiling, like racial profiling, but um, I think my experience comes from like growing up. Um, I, like I told you before, uh, prior to reporting this, I am a second generation, um, Hispanic, like both of my parents are immigrants from Mexico. So, um, my mom is like really dark and my dad is very light skinned. So growing up, I was always taught that light skin is beautiful, even more so than like dark skin. Mm -hmm. Um, and growing up, like, I never really claimed my mom's side. I always used to claim my dad's side and his, like, European side because I thought that's what was beautiful. Um, and now, obviously, I don't do that because I claim both of my parents' side. But, like, even as a baby, like, they would always be like, oh, my God, you know, you're light-skinned. You're so pretty. Like, it's that what you you know, stuff like that. Um, even until, like, I think I think that extends to to like um you know like streaks in the hair some some guys just don't like the dark hair either that comes naturally to us and I, I don't yeah. get that myself so I'm like more yeah. like the highlights and all that and I'm like mm. you know that's but as far as you know, light skin. His, I'm on the darker side. I mean, I'm not dark, dark, but I'm on the darker side. Like I tan. Uh, 
And that's definitely something that pops up as well. Like, wow, he gets so dark. Like, uh, I'm not white, you know? Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, uh, when it comes to skin color, I don't, I don't know why a lot of people you know like in the black community like the light-skinned black people are, are more sought of i don't really understand that myself and i don't understand it i don't understand it in the hispanic culture as well either because if you're speaking spanish i mean it doesn't matter how dark you go I mean, you still you know it's part of the same you're part of the same thing it's not you know and even even that goes to like as soon as people find out your name, like, oh, you're a, like, I have my, you know, my last name is one of those hard ones to pronounce. So people, you know, right away, like, I, I can't hide that I'm Latino. What's your last name? Eastless. What is that? Eastless. Eastless. Yeah, I S L A S. Oh. Like, it, oh my gosh, growing up, I used to thought it was pronounced Isle. Yeah, you know what? I know someone else with that last name. That's why I was like, wait, what? I get that. I used to get that all the time in school. Like, Iceless? Like, no, it's Eastless. It's the Mexican the Mexican I. It sounds like an E. But, you know, sometimes people find out other people's last names and like, what? You're a, you know, like... It go. It even gets to that level. I'm like, well, some point you're gonna figure it out, you know. Yeah. You can't you can't hide whether you're light light skinned Hispanic or not. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because a lot of people in the Hispanic community are also like, well, especially like third generation, like people have grown up here, especially like in LA, etc. They claim like that they're that they don't like black people or they're like racist towards black people, but it's like a lot of their culture, a lot of the music that they listen to, a lot of the way that they dress, the way they're that they like they talk and their slang. I mean, it comes from black culture, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of Latinos they 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 like black culture, but they just don't like black people. And they're racist, and I hear a lot of black, I mean, I hear a lot of Latino and Hispanic um, people using the N-word, and I'm just like, wow, you guys really talk about it, like, you're you're about it, but you're really, like, against it. And I just find it so funny that they appropriate black culture so freely, but they, when it comes to, like, supporting them, or when it comes to, like, you know, saying, like, saying anything that comes, um, in support of them, they don't want to. They don't support them. Yeah, I, I don't know, uh, I think, like, that's a huge issue, because I, I don't know, I, I played Xbox, and I played, you know, PlayStation Online, and it's so frequently, like, and you know, like why people say it, but I don't know if it's the it's a the younger generation type of thing like these kids growing up now that are perhaps like 20 and under uh-huh. or maybe they don't know like no they're grown as men dude 
No, I know, I know they're grown, but I don't think yeah. they they really like. I don't. Maybe it's just. I don't know. It's kind of hard to figure out because. I, I I don't know if it's the music that they listen to and they're just like, it just they're just repeating it like they don't see the word as a as a. Uh, you know the weight behind it, and they're just like, oh okay. But I think it's definitely a, a younger generation thing going on as as maybe being appropriating that word in particular. I feel like that's why black people get really upset with the Latino community. Because they're like, what is this Yeah, but that that's also layered too because that comes from that comes from Donald Trump and his cast and crew like If we go back, you know, to to George Bush, uh, like, when he was done and Obama was coming, like, you know, Obama became the president. And I think he broke, he broke down so many white people, like, that were low-key, like, either, either low-key racist or high-key racist. I think he broke them, like he shattered their whole existence like when he became president the first time then he then he was president you know his second time and I think that they had nowhere to go so when Donald Trump came along was like you know what uh, we're gonna all the Mexicans are rapists and murderers and they're bringing drugs over the border and you know I think that, that was like they're in the racist people's like inspiring moment be like you know what we have somebody like that understands our level of you know yeah we don't like we don't like um mexicans coming over yeah they we don't like you know chinese we're gonna stop trade with china because 
you know, the Chinese are bad or whatever. Yeah. And I think they really like gravitated towards him. He played off of it. And he still plays off of it like a lot. That's how he that's how he is. And I think just they got behind him. And he got he's got support from them and he supports them. And now they're like they're pushing it into everybody's face, like look, you know, uh and that's yeah. just how it is. I think that's the racism right now is at a high level because that's how Donald got elected, and he's got he's got to maintain that you know that level like with them. I feel like he also promised people who own businesses more money, and I feel like that's one of the main reasons why well, like the business owners support his logic and his like narrative, um, but. At the same time, like, I've heard stories of business owners and people who are former supporters completely just throw him, throw him in the trash and, and like, oppose him now. But they, they're against what he believes now. Because, honestly, like, he is the one who should be, like, giving, let's say, giving speeches that is, like, like, Like on, on my podcast, I've talked about it a lot, like the different variations. Cause I, you know, even when the when coronavirus like first started, I don't know when you heard about it, but I heard about it like it was a while ago, like probably in December and yeah. like maybe January. Like I had seen memes about it, people were talking about it, and then like how do you just He's on Twitter. You know he's on Twitter. You know he's he's he actually stays, or I don't know if it's him or his team stays ahead of the, not ahead of the pack, but they're like he's real quick to drop a meme, like a troll meme, or a troll video. So it's like it's impo- it's impossible that him and his whole team didn't know that there was a coronavirus thing out there. You know what's funny? Like they know, they knew about it, and I feel like they almost even planned it for us, or like they just let it happen. Yeah, I think, I think that, I think I so like too. The population control. I feel like the government is definitely working to control the population, and I feel like they're also working on like a new world order. Well, I feel, so, you yeah. know, as if they kind of knew that. Okay, this virus is going to be somewhat deadly. It's going to be somewhat... But it, it depends on... I think they knew that, okay, if you wash your hands, you wear a mask, and you have gloves on, it's not going to affect you, you know. Mm-hmm. But that they were like, well, okay, well, poor people are not going to necessarily be able to get that stuff. I think it was him versus poor people. Just poor people in general. Um, oh, yeah. So I think I think they really, yeah, I think they really just like let it go. They were like, 
well who's it gonna really affect rich people no rich people have people come over have their stuff delivered like on amazon or right yeah so I, I i just that's how i you know that's one layer of it i think i think too he just i think he just ignored it he was like eh, it's gonna kill a million people so what i and i literally think that was the 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 thought process and it's like well Yeah, I, like I said, I'm from Fontana, uh, California. It used to be uh, the home of the Hell's Angels, like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And there's still, there's still, you can still dig up information about it. Like those people never left. Like um, they, some of them went to jail. They died, but most of them just got old, and they just, you don't hear. They don't make it as much noise, but they influence the town, you know, and then... Hell's it, Angels, you said? Yeah, Hell's Angels. Uh, is that a secret society, or what is that? He's no, some sort of, like, white biker gang. But they um, used to, you know, they didn't they didn't allow, like, Mexicans or, or blacks to live in the city initially. And then, you know, eventually... Like a neo-Nazi? Yeah, kind of. I don't... You know, I don't... It's been a while since I dug up their info, but... Uh, in in my school as well, growing up, we, uh... We used to have race riots, like, seemingly every year at different schools that I would attend. I lived in Victorville for a brief period of my life. And that was a huge issue over there as well, riots, and also uh, racism between Latinos and, and Blacks and whites. So, yeah, they, it used to be between the whites here and, you know, the Latinos or the Blacks, and then it, was, then it became a Black versus Latino thing. Uh, yeah. I'm not exactly sure... You know, I don't know. Gang gang life... uh, Gang life to me is sort of... Like, on the downside, I guess. Like, I don't see it as much anymore. Even though I know that gangs do exist, obviously. But it's not as... It's not as dominant as it used to be, like, when I was growing up. Right. Back when I was growing up, like... Literally everybody was in a gang. Like, one gang or another. Like there was very few. Now I think school is a little bit more relaxed. They don't have that as much, or at least not over here. But I, I can't say that's the case everywhere either. Well, yeah, you have your neighborhoods. You have your like low-income neighborhoods, of course. I grew up in in like Sun Valley, Burbank area, so I wouldn't say it was like a really bad area. Um, but. I did see a lot of racism against, you know, blacks, Latinos, um, especially in Burbank school, you know. And it's mostly white dominated there. So 
father did, con- did construction and you know, and I followed suit I still I still run his business you know now uh, he's passed away some 10 odd years but but I think a lot of Latinos grew up either the, either they're doing their parents did construction or you know they're a gardener or a painter or something yeah. like house related and so, sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, you know what? We're just a little bit better paid. Uh, home, home, you know, like home. I don't know what the word is like home. Home cares or not home bodies, but like what all we do is maintain like rich white people houses, caretakers maybe home. <laughs> Right, we're just a little bit better paid than just like a, a like a nanny per se, and I don't know why that is. I don't know how that happened, but you like like in my last podcast. I don't really know. There's not really very many prominent Latino figures in like mainstream media or you know in the and music I want industry. To Evolving and growing to become better than who they're for. 
you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very inspired by them, and um, I have hope for us to have um, represent, more representation um, in the Latino and Hispanic mainstream media, you know? Yeah, I think... I don't know, like... I can't... There isn't... Maybe not that there isn't, or maybe I'm just not looking in the right areas, but there's not a prominent... Oh, maybe Bad Bunny? I'm just trying to think of how many, like, Latino singers... I can name a few. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's a congresswoman for New York. She's yeah, ACC. Um, America take before we get a Latino president? Can I be completely honest with you? I feel like AOC is doing very, very well and she might lead up to like a presidential nomination pretty soon. What do you think in like the next 20 years? 10, 20 years? No. Within the next 10 years, I would say or less. Like, after Joe Biden does his next term (laughs) and she runs for the next, um, I feel like she'll get it for sure. It, it, that's if he doesn't win. She probably doesn't win. You have Mitt Romney and fucking George Bush over here, like protesting and walking in the BLM movement, and they're all vouching for him. George Bush is a fucking Republican, and Romney, I think so too. I, you know, I got, I, I like. I don't agree with a lot of Joe Biden's stance, but I just like that he's a little bit more well-mannered, a little bit more uh, calm. And I, I, think honest, I, think, no, I don't even like both of them. Joe Biden just gives me the fucking creeps. Um, <laughs> I've seen videos of him inappropriately touching little girls, and it just really fucking creeps me out. Um, I think, I don't know who said this. I don't know if it was um, Sean King or someone, but I know that, they, that someone is Biden, because 
Because he's a little bit more calmer, I guess I don't I don't agree with everything he stood for. Uh, I like Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders was, I think, good. But I I actually like Kamala Harris myself. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. What did she say that you want to vote for her? Uh, just that. Well, I think she's from California. That's one thing, and then. I don't know, she just seemed kind of tough on Trump in the beginning, and then, like, I don't know, it just kind of fell off the wagon somewhere. And I just, you know, I just kind of, I kind of liked her stance on a lot of things, like, you know, just the way she talks and stuff. Uh, I like Gavin Newsom. I like California, you know, he's a governor. You like Gavin Newsom? Yeah, I like Gavin Newsom. I don't know, I don't know who... just getting a lot of heat right now, though. You know what, but it... The heat that that goes back the heat that all the governors and you know especially like the Democratic ones that's because Trump really didn't really care about the virus. If he would have cared about the virus, he would have you know been like, okay, everybody needs to stay home, put a mask on for a minimum one month. Don't travel, don't anything. But he didn't really care, so everybody thought it was like a joke, you know, in California. <laughs> Gonna be like in two weeks because of what's going on. You think there's gonna be more spikes? There's in COVID? there already is a lot of more spikes. Oh my god. Uh, Texas had a record number of uh, COVID cases pop up uh, just this week, and then wow. and that and that came from Memorial Day weekend. I just read that somewhere. L L A just had two thousand new cases. Uh, and they put that out like a couple days ago as well. No. So yeah, the case is gonna come in. The only difference is now the government has had time to mass produce gloves, hand sanitizer, toilet paper, so it won't affect. It won't have the same effect. You know what I mean? I feel like um, also I feel like a lot of these new cases are in young. Well, I think the 100,000 people that have already died, they were going to, you know, they were the most susceptible probably to get it and die. Now it's you're going to get the people that are like medium that they it's a possibility they could die if they don't catch it in time, one of those type of deals. Um those are the going to be I mean of course it's going to go down, but I think they're still going to get numbers of people dying from it. And it, and to me it kind of sucks if you you know, if you get diagnosed with 
cancer, you know, next year. And then you got the virus still going around, you know, and you get both of them, you know, then what do you do? You know, you, you know what I mean? So that, that's going to be, I, I think the virus eventually will get under control and we'll have a vaccine. But what, what happens, you know, if you never can tell what happens to you, you could, you could get into a really bad accident, you know, in your car and then they send you to the hospital and they need to have you on life support, but you have the virus and now that's not actually letting you recover and you could, yeah. you could die from that. That's, yeah. that's what I think it's going to get more people like that. A little bit less numbers. I, yeah. But. I hope that, that um, low income families and the minority. Like, I feel like, I hope that we get better access to healthcare. Um, I said this once, and I'll say it again. I feel like healthcare should be universal and it should be free. Um, especially in the USA. <laughs> um, it's free in Europe. I don't know. I don't understand. Why it, wouldn't, why it shouldn't be free here in the USA. Um, don't you agree on that? Yeah, I think... I don't know. I, it, it go, the America's got its priorities so backwards. We spend way too much on military in the wars. Yeah. And we should be spending it here on schools, roads, hospitals, healthcare, all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, we just... Yeah. We've... Somehow, but you know what? But you know what I read today? They, there's been a lot of improvements as far as the public. Um, I'm gonna read you something that I posted about. It says, um, it says, in case you still don't believe conquest work, so far we have increased their Chevron charge. Had the other three officers charged. We opened Brianna's case and we invested a hundred million dollars in the communities of color in LA. All in one week from everything contesting with this was. Well, yeah, I think we we should protest, but we should protest for healthcare um, because if we should be protesting. We need to protest end the war. Remember, I don't know if you remember, but they used to have those kind of conversations back in the Vietnam War like we need to end that shit already uh, uh-huh. we need to end the war in Iraq and Afghanistan and Pakistan Syria, Libya, wherever the hell else we are and bring all those people home yeah. and stop bombing like we've been bombing countries in having planes fly over the Middle East now for almost 20 years and that's just 20 years of money that is not here in the United States. Like we're not building a high-speed train. We're not building any new hospitals. We're not building any new mass yeah. airports. We're not investing in like, like I think too. We sh- everybody should have like a Tesla-style car where you type in an address and the car just goes by itself. Like we could reduce uh, auto auto fatalities down to almost you know like five percent or something if everybody had a car that you typed in where you went and it just drove by itself like and automated well that's why we gotta like they gotta invest they gotta put the money back here they've been sending it overseas 
It's not. It's the healthcare is a big one. Yes, uh, universal healthcare for yeah, all. But it's. Like I said, um, protesting helps a lot. Like calling your local representative is helpful. Like you know, um, we've accomplished a lot as a public. In like the last week, in the past week, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but we all have to come together, and it's funny because the government should be working for the people, and the government should be feared by. Like, it should be fearful of the people, not the other way. Yeah. You know, um, the government works for us. We don't. We shouldn't work for the government. You know, and that's why they want to defund the police. the big deal with the police uh you know a lot of a lot of people are saying defund the police uh they write they write out enough tickets i don't know where all their money is going that they actually no, Yeah, that I had that conversation last night with my mom. I was like, you know what? Every time I get pulled over for anything, and now you know you can't even be on your cell phone or whatever, like driving. Um, every ticket you get is like five hundred bucks. There, there is no fifty, unless you're talking like a parking ticket. The, the only tickets that are like fifty or hundred dollars are that, like, oh, you know what? You parked uh, on the blue line, or you. Yeah, that's what I that's what I mean. There is no tickets that are less than like five hundred bucks and uh they write out multiple tickets like that and that you know, a, a regular police officer probably write in a day at least five to ten, but I think it's upwards of twenty because they have to actually do something a little bit when they're at work. So and then yeah. they, and that's per that's one police officer you know, in a city that's got like 20 patrol cars at you know or 30 now i don't know how many police vehicles are actually cruising you know my city right now but i want to see there's at least 20 so there's you know it's just and not the attitude like just look at look at how they're armed like they have state-of-the-art rifles they have fucking tasers like the fucking weapons that they have they cost a lot of money well i think i think of it as a lot of mistrust because you know, supposedly when they pull over a vehicle, you know, and then they start finding drugs and or weapons or this, that, or the other thing, 
I don't see why they harass the people when the people pulled over in the beginning. Isn't that a sign of like, hey, I just stopped because you asked me to pull over. Like, I don't get the big deal of like having to carry a gun. Uh, obviously, the police stopped trusting people or they were just making money off of the stops. You know, so that's why they're armed up. But I'm, it's, I don't know how many times a cop actually gets behind a car and puts their lights on that the, that the person in the car actually decides to, to run because he's, you know, he knows, oh, you know what, I got a weapon or I'm wanted for murder or I got, you know, like drugs in the trunk. That, the, a suspect only, I mean, it's probably one out of a thousand times a cop pulls somebody over. So I'm in the I'm in the thing like you know what they probably don't need the guns and they just have them there just just to fuck with people you know what I mean yeah they just have them to intimidate whoever they're gonna use again yeah so just to kind of wrap up things here um what what do you think that us just you know I think we I think it's got to go down to you got to teach the kids from young um that you know what racism is a thing and it also like we're all in the same boat so to speak we're all part of you know I, I just think it's got to be it's got to be taught from when we're young and then it's got to be it's got to be a little bit more diverse uh, I think it actually needs to be taught that like look there was you know like 40 some odd white presidents and then there was you know Obama and then we went right back to white like we need to be taught that like everybody t- t- teaches them you know kids about we discovered America and all this good stuff, but then you you look at the news and you see anything but what they teach you, and it's not equal equal. So, definitely teaching about the different cultures. Different cultures, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think that de- that definitely needs to happen. I mean, and maybe in not such a colorful way too. You know, like I remember growing up in school and them being like, you know. America, you had a constitution and George Washington chopped down a cherry tree and it was kind of all peachy. You know, like in Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving is celebrated even though we obliterated, you know, most of the Indian people that were here. Um, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't even name like five Congress people 
at the top of my brain. Can you? No. Exactly. And it's like issues like that, but I feel like we need to know. And we need to educate. Because people are like, I don't want to talk about politics. I don't want to talk about the government. Well, guess what, honey? They're going to write your name off on a lot of things. And you're going to be like, why? I didn't choose this. Because you're not educated. Right. We need to know who is representing us. And we need to know how we can make our voices heard. And how we can contact them um, for them to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's just, I think it's, we need to be taught, raised a little bit differently. Um, as far as, you know, as far as the police goes in ending racism from, I think, I think police officers should be, it should be mandatory that body cameras be on, on every single officer in the land. And I think if, if you get pulled over and arrested for a drug charge or arrested for disorderly conduct and their body camera is not on, your case should just be immediately dismissed um, based off of that fact alone. But I, I think that would actually help a lot because a lot of, you know, whether it's police brutality or just like myself getting pulled over in a vehicle, you know, you can't. I don't think a police officer should be doing his job without a camera, you know, on and observing his, not only his own actions, but the actions of, so that way, it, you know, maybe we could start working this out, but I don't really know any other way of, you know, ending racism on that level either without some major, some major changes. Yeah. It's gonna be like a slowly but surely we're gonna get there type of situation, you know? Uh, we're already seeing it. It's I feel like one of the biggest things that is helping at the moment is our phones, like being able to pull it out and record racist, uh, racist situations. Um, I feel like, you know, have you seen Black Mirror? You know that episode where. Um, like people like who you are, like like social credit. Yeah. I know. I know that China is already doing that, where like they don't rate your 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 financial credit, but they rate the people upon credit. Um, and that's by being a good citizen. Um, if you lie, if you owe people money, um, et cetera, like that. You know. Um, and I feel like. I think I said we were talking about this the other day, and I feel like if they put that here in America, I feel like it would help. Um, but I just told them the friend is like put a chip in us, so I don't think that's gonna help. <laughs> um, but yeah, like having accountability definitely, um, and not just be, like staying quiet. Like if you see something that is just not right, you better report it, or you better pull out your phone and report it.
situation or whatever the situation is going on there. Um, that's the power that that person has and the power of our voice mm-hmm. in general. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, that it's a it's a tool. Man, I don't know where. I don't think there's a a a solution that you could just point to, but definitely, the cameras. You know, the cameras have been used to observe. You know, people for a long time. It's it's time the cameras are pointed the other way towards. You know, politicians, police officers, people in power. Like, hey, you're doing some. You're doing some. You know, you're doing some bad shit. Like, you gotta be held accountable only, for what you're doing. It's only all the people that were working for Trump didn't have to sign an NDA, you know? I wish, I wonder if they would pull out their phone too and don't what he was saying behind the scenes. Wouldn't that be crazy? You, you, I, I find out, I know he's, I know, you know he, you know he's just out there like with no, because he's the president with no filter right now. He's like, there's nothing that they can do to to me. And he's just, I, I know every time he gets, I know it, he, I know it's bad. So I don't even have to. He's racist as fuck, dude. I know he's racist as shit. And, he, and more than likely, he probably, he's probably got all kinds of drugs, all kinds of alcohol, all kinds of uh, every sort of like sinful thing you can do is going on in the White House right now. Yeah, he's definitely not a good person, like at all. But, um, anyways, I kind of wanted to just end here because it's already like an hour. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for like taking the time to talk about these issues with me today. Um, and can you just promote your social media and everything and where people can find you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'll uh, I'll put a link or something in there. Yeah. Do you want to? Oh no no, it's good. I, my I'll I'll put it up myself. I'll, oh, okay. You know it it'll reach its peoples that are gonna listen to it. All right, cool. Um, well, thank you so much, Daniel, for coming and talking to me. Um, thank you guys so much again um, for listening to Bitchley today. Um, and I will be talking to you guys soon. Have a good night. All right. Wait, I ended my.